Welcome to the Art Life Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Roger Lowther. Over the past couple of podcasts, we've been sharing stories from our March Aroma of Beauty conference. And today I'd like to share a little bit about the master of ceremonies for the conference, Akira Mori, the pastor of Global Mission Chapel. He started the conference by saying, as a man of Tohoku, I thank all of you. Tohoku is the northeast region of Japan, and Iwaki, where he pastors, is the southernmost tip of Tohoku. He shared his story in thanking all the volunteers in the audience and those watching online for their help over the years. And then he shared his story. June 2010, less than a month before the earthquake, the building next to their church caught fire, burned down, and took their church along with it. This is, of course, hard on everyone, but Mori-sensei saw it as an opportunity. He found a big old pachinko parlor for sale. Uh, pachinko is something, it's like a gambling house with slot machines. This pachinko parlor was available for sale at just a fraction of the cost of rebuilding their church, and it was much bigger. However, there were a number of people in the church who thought, let's just rebuild where we were, you know, same plot of land, same kind of building. But Mori-sensei felt so strongly about it that God was calling them to move to this new location. He pushed forward and uh, it caused some division in the church. Seven members of the church left over this. So here they were, Global Mission Chapel. You know, they're in this position of weakness. They had an unfinished building. Their numbers were smaller. They were still rebuilding trust amongst the congregation. And they were still getting to know their neighbors. And then the earthquake struck in March 2011, and their world literally fell apart. Now, most cities along the coast lost 7-8% to 8% of their population from the tsunami, but it was even worse in Iwaki. Along their 70 kilometers of coastline, they lost a staggering 15% of their population to the wave. It breaks your heart to hear these numbers. They felt abandoned and forgotten by everybody, especially the news media who were focused on areas further north. But then volunteers began to pour in. Day after day, more people arrived bringing food, water, and supplies, and music. Mori-sensei shared about a 15-person team that came from a church in Taiwan. The pastor had formerly been a singer, so he sang and played the guitar in evacuation shelters he sang a traditional ballad, a form called an enka, at many shelters along the coast. And he sang a particular song that really got people engaged, called Springtime in the North. First, he sang it in Chinese, his native language, and then in Japanese. I actually had not heard of this song, so I looked it up online. And the lyrics speak of longing for a hometown in the north, where the seasons are felt so strongly through the flowers, rivers, and snow. And it mourns a separation from loved ones, family, friends, and town, which took on such deeper meaning since the earthquake. Mori-sensei realized the power of song to heal the hearts of people. That the arts are not just you know, some kind of hobby, but especially in that disaster and destruction, that music and art could bring comfort, encouragement, and courage. Everyone in the evacuation center started to sing along with this pastor. And then Mori-sensei himself memorized the words of that song so he could sing along as well and be encouraged by them. 
When I first visited Iwaki to give concerts and shelters, the fear of the radiation was really, really strong. Uh, one of the places we played in this high school gymnasium was less than 25 miles from the nuclear power plants. And the whole time I'm wondering, is it even safe to be here? When they served us a soup lunch, I found out they were using tap water for the broth because that was all that they had. And I have to admit, I was more than a little afraid to eat it. But, you know, I looked around and everyone else was eating it. They lived there. They had no choice. And there was no way I could possibly refuse. Every evening, we gathered back at the church building for prayer, to share stories from that day, and to sing worship songs together. I was so tired at the end of each day, from long days of driving, giving two to three concerts a day, and talking to people all day long. And I'm an introvert, so that really takes a lot out of me. Then there was the added stress. You would be in the midst of all that destruction and the fear of the radiation everything else. But we'd sing together long into the night. It's really hard to describe what it felt like during that time. It was like we were the only lit room in a raging storm of darkness. It felt like we were on a rowboat in a terrible ocean of devastation, brokenness, and pain. We were in a place where joy was still possible, and yet the whole time imagining radiation shooting through my body, and, and yet the community was so strong. At night, every inch of floor space was completely covered with people. Trying to get to the bathroom in the middle of the night, very <laughs> difficult. And I remember too, one night I was put at the base of a huge bookcase. And so I had to kind of mentally prepare myself like, oh, if an aftershock comes, I need to be ready and get out of the way because those books and that bookcase would seriously hurt me. From March to December, they received a total of 15,000 volunteers from 40 different countries. Their church was a base of operations for relief activities throughout that area for a long time to come. Relationships with their neighbors grew strong and deep. God had been so clearly preparing this church for this time, you know? They never would have had the ability to accept so many volunteers or help so many people if their church building had not burned down, if they had not found that old pachinko parlor. It's just quite a story. Anyway, it was wonderful having Mori Sensei there leading us through the conference and all the different elements. A man who knew so intimately the devastation and pain of the earthquake, but also the power of God to bring hope and healing through the arts. This is Roger Lowther, and you've been listening to the Art Life Faith Podcast. In the show notes for this episode, you can watch Mori Sensei's talk with English subtitles. As we say in Japan, Ja, mata ne, see you next time.